0: Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hi, this is Johnny and welcome to this Coach House Beacon. I hope God uses it to help you out as a short encouragement and reminder to help you keep going wherever you're up to. I wonder if you can relate to this experience. You get worried about something. Perhaps something you did, or anticipating a stressful situation, and you just keep mulling it over in your mind. It could be a presentation at work, or preparing a lesson for a subject you don't know very well, or reflecting on an incident between you and a friend. The thinking escalates as you imagine the possible outcomes, or how the situation might play out when you actually come to confront it. The worry just gets worse. At some point, you just want the situation to conclude whether it's bad or good, so that you can just stop thinking about it. Often, the worst thing you can do in this kind of situation is just mull it over by yourself. In the end, you subject yourself to whatever your imagination justifies. For some people, that means letting yourself off the hook very easily. For others, it means dying a thousand deaths because you think you've done something wrong. Of course, the objective facts of the situation will determine whether either point is true, or if the truth is somewhere in the middle. Also, thinking about an issue by yourself is important and necessary, but it's often good to get another opinion. However, when stressful reflection builds up, and I talk about it to a friend who knows me well, it often changes my whole perspective on the event. Someone on the outside of the situation looking in has a great vantage point for seeing things more objectively. It's easy to rationalise things to myself when my mind communes with itself. The things I think are always amenable to me and my mind, because that's where those thoughts came from. Unless I'm very disciplined, I am unlikely to think of something totally unlike myself. My thoughts have their own source, in my own mind and in my own heart. Another person brings their unique self, experiences and mind to bear upon the situation which is different to my own. And it can often help you to see things correctly. As believers, this is even more true as God is able to speak to us through other Christians. So letting others into our lives gives us the opportunity for correction and encouragement when we really need it. The reason I've brought up this situation is because I'm aware that many of us are still in a position where we've got limited contact with others and find ourselves in more isolation than we'd like. It's likely that we face some separation from friends, and with that, the healthy interaction that takes us outside of our own minds and into someone else's. The Bible has a lot to say about how we interact together. So in light of that, I want to just read from two passages. The first is from Paul's letter to the Ephesians, which shows how in- connect- interconnected we are as Christians, who are united together by Jesus. And this is from Ephesians four fifteen to 16. It says, Instead, speaking the truth in love, you will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is, Christ. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. We are a body. The body is a whole piece and every part is connected. It is the same with the church, where all believers are connected together by Jesus in unity. We don't function independently of one another and we have something to contribute. Looking at verse 16, we see that we are meant, we are meant to build each other up in love under the direction of Jesus. These verses help us to see that we are not meant to function like isolated or detached body parts, rather the norm is helping one another out in love. The second verse I want to look at is from Hebrews ten verses twenty four to twenty five, and it emphasizes the value of meeting together and says this and let us continue, to, let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our assembling together, as is the habit of some." but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. The emphasis is similar, but it gives us an important link between assembling together and encouraging one another. Now, obviously, we cannot meet or assemble together in the ways we'd like to at the moment, which is out of love for one another's health and respect in the authorities. However, these passages affirm the fact that we should not be walking alone as Christians, completely detached from all sources of fellowship and connection with each other, My examples at the beginning of this beacon make more sense in light of the two passages I've just read. If we're not speaking to each other, how can we be building one another up? If we're not meeting in some format, how can we encourage one another? If we stay completely isolated, or if we don't bother to reach out to others, we leave ourselves open to discouragement and our views about God open to distortion without the input of others. We should ask God and ourselves, who could I reach out to and build up in love? Or, should I be seeking more opportunities for fellowship for my own good? Also, building up and encouraging one another are both broad categories. It could look like offering practical help. It could simply be listening to what someone is going through. It could be texting someone a verse in the Bible. It could be saying encouraging words. It could be praying with someone. Whatever you say or do, it is a combination of words and actions, motivated by God's love, which helps another person grow in their faith and live for God, and it's good for us too, whatever situation they might be facing. I emphasize this because it isn't just about reciting meaningless phrases like, oh I'm sure it'll be fine, but includes genuine care and investment in the person you're encouraging. Going back to the image of the body, your left leg would certainly be concerned if your right leg was dropping off. It's about caring for one another. However, Despite this, and probably despite our best efforts, there are many of us right now who are more isolated than usual, or stuck in environments which don't do us any good. Can God come through for us in those situations? Absolutely. God knows our situations, and he knows what we can and what we can't do. Even when we're more separate from people than we'd like, we can still come to the Bible and hear God's word to us, to encourage us when we find ourselves feeling alone. For example, to help me, I remind myself of a selection of different verses. For example, James one seventeen, which tells me that every good and perfect gift comes from God. He is good to me and I can trust him. I remind myself of Psalm 46 verse 1 and similar verses, which tells me, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in times of trouble. He will be my source of help when I need it. Or Proverbs 24 verse 3. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. For when sinful or negative thoughts start to invade my mind. These verses, and many others, have helped keep my mind on God when i found myself in a lonely or an isolated place. And it can do the same for you as well. As you look to God's word, God can speak to you, even when you do feel lonely, even when you do feel separated. He is always with you, and he is always there to encourage you by the Holy Spirit. So wherever we can do so safely, let's meet up and encourage one another, whether it's over Zoom, in a park, or through a phone call. This will help us to see God clearly and evaluate our lives and struggles more clearly too, even as we read the Bible and as we look at what God has to say to us as well. So let me just finish this encouragement with a prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you are with us in these difficult times, and Lord, I thank you that We are never really alone. Lord, you are always with us. You are always there to encourage us. Lord, if we need to step out and reach out to other people, Lord, if we need to uh, confess, if we need to find encouragement, if we need to get help, Lord, I pray that we would find those sources of help. Lord, I pray that you would bless us um, as we reach out to you and as we read your words. And God, I pray that um, you would help us in whatever situations we are facing. And Lord, all the glory for that would go to you. And Lord, it result in us worshipping and praising you for the many ways that you've helped us. In Jesus' name, amen. Coach House Beacons. The Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.